You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe who helps people who feel far from God to know Jesus, cultivate freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We're also a diverse tribe who welcomes everyone from bikers to bankers, PhDs to GEDs, every age, race, and walk of life. So whether you're a longtime Christ follower or a spiritual investigator, we hope you're encouraged through our content. Enjoy today's teaching. What's going on, Rowdy? One o'clock. Familia. Well, guys, have you ever like had these moments in your life where you just like want to run to the farthest place on earth and just get away from everybody? Right? I think a lot of us feel that. I myself have felt that before in the past where, man, if I could just get away to the farthest point on earth from everybody and everyone, I think I might be okay. And you know what? There is a literal place. There is a little place where you can really get far from everybody. And I'll talk about that a little bit, but what else can you do? What else can I do? What else can we do to deal with things when they're heavy, right? When they're tough. Well, I want to present to you the impact that tribes can have. And tribes is a small group, right? Tribes are small groups. So this literal place I'm talking about is called the Pole of Inaccessibility. It's a real place on earth, and I'll show it to you here in a little while. But yeah, how many of us sometimes want to go there, right? That might be our initial knee-jerk reaction to crisis. I know it has been for me in the past. You know, and this place actually has, it goes by another name. And that name might surprise you. It surprised me when I found out that name of this pole of inaccessibility is called Point Nemo. Yes, I said Nemo as in finding Nemo, you know, mine, mine, mine. But yeah, Point Nemo. I found out Nemo actually is Latin for no man or no one. Right? And I was like, wow. But yeah, I think sometimes in life we're stressed out sometimes to the, to the max where it's something at work is really stressing us out, deadlines, or somebody at work is kind of like pushing our buttons, or our kids, all the activities we got going on with our kids, or maybe our grown kids, you know, something's going on with them, or our, our spouse, our, our girlfriend, or boyfriend, they don't want to spend time with us, or finances. Or maybe even perhaps you've lost somebody and you're grieving. There's so many different things that would make us want to go to this place, this pole of inaccessibility, this point Nemo. And here's the thing, too. I think that sometimes inside we ourselves feel like a point Nemo, like a point of inaccessibility. Inaccessible basically means difficult or hard to reach, right? And we ourselves might feel that way, even though we're in the midst of others. Like even if you're here at church or at work around people, you just feel like hard to get to, inaccessible. Is that you? Is that you sometimes? Well, here it is, the real place on the globe called Point Nemo. And as you can see, this place is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's like 1,600 and something miles 
from the closest place. Some places are even farther than that, but completely surrounding that spot, everything is far, far from it, right? And it's not an island. It's in the middle of the ocean of all places, right? And if you, if you research this, if it's real. Look it up. The nearest landmass is actually in an, in an uninhabited island, right? Inhabited. It says nobody there. So it's really far out there. And I wanted to touch on this particular subject where we might feel this yearning sometimes or this knee-jerk reaction where we want to go and just be away from everybody. And guys, I know that solitude, solitude can really help us. Jesus, after all, got, got off by himself in the wilderness. So solitude can be a good thing. But isolation is something different. When we isolate ourselves because of some crisis going on in our lives, that is different, right? When you isolate yourself, you can actually become depressed. You'll be lonely. And you may, in fact, even think that life is not worth living sometimes when we isolate ourselves. And here's the deal. This is why City Tribe... Is, is, is so big on our tribes, our small groups, right? Of being in an authentic, honest group of people. It's a great way to do life. We're better together. We can cope through, during times of stress and crisis with being in community, right? Being in community, being in a small group, what we call our tribes can have a powerful, powerful impact. It definitely can. And I think a lot of times we feel lonely regardless. And I think maybe some of you out there have thought, you know, I do feel lonely sometimes. And I want to tell you that even, even though you're around community and things, that we see you if you're feeling that way, that our church sees you, God sees you, you are loved by this church. And by that I mean by a group of people that love you. And like I said, more importantly, God loves you. And God himself thinks that it's not good to be alone. From the very beginning, check out what it says in Genesis. It says, then the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. And tribes might be a way. And it's so important that we've, we've added tribes into our holistic church series, right? There it is at the bottom down there. Very big part of our church. And we believe that when we do tribes, that God is like smiling on us, right? When we're connected to one another, to him. So I am going to talk about Los Tribes. Somebody told me one time, Los Tribes. But yeah. Being part of community is very important. And this is my open-eyed prayer today is that may the unfolding of God's word give light, right? May it provide understanding for you, for me, for all of us. That's my prayer, Father. I pray that in the name of Jesus. You know, when I did a little research on Nemo and found out that it was Latin, it reminded me of a game I used to play with my kids, right? Latin reminded me of 
Italian and the Italian accent. We used to try and have a conversation in different accents. So I'd say something like, Nima, where you been? Uh, you know, and then my son Josiah back there, who's in the booth, he'd be like, Father, I am speaking Russian. I said, sure you are, son. And then my older son, my older son Alex would be like, well, Dad, I don't have an accent, but I can do Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. I said, yeah, try that. He's, a, he's, he's with SAPD. I said, try that when you're doing an arrest and let's see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, we had some fun, right? Nemo, Latin for no man, right? For, for no one. That's what Nemo means in Latin. I'm going to teach you a little bit more Latin. Nemo residio. Residio means leave no one to, uh, behind, right? Leave no one behind. So when you put them together, leave no one behind. Residio is where we get the word residual, right? Left behind. So Nemo residio, leave no one behind is what it stands for, right? And this is going to be our big idea. Nemo residio, leave no one behind. Look to someone next to you and tell them Nemo residio. But before you do, do it in an Italian accent. Nemo residio. <laughs> Nemo residio. Give him the old love. What is that? Nemo residio. That's going to be our big idea. That is going to be our big idea, guys. Got to have a little fun. You know, for those of us in the military, that is actually a creed, right? All the armed forces have this creed of leave no one behind. Even Law enforcement, firefighters have this mentality, this creed that says, I ain't leaving nobody behind. And there's a story, a true story that turned into a movie about a medic whose name was Desmond Doss, right? From Hacksaw Ridge. You guys seen this movie? Powerful movie. This guy showed what it is to leave nobody behind. He prayed every single time. He said, please, Lord, help me get one more. It's an awesome movie about that mentality that I'm not going to leave nobody behind. So how do we do this? Well, I'm going to go into that just a little bit. But what I want to do right now is I want to honor our leaders, our tribe leaders, whether you're in tribes, cultivate, prayer leader, any kind of leader, city youth, right? Our kids ministry. Would you stand up? If you're a leader, stand up. Watch how many people are in here, all right? Check out these guys. These guys right here, they are the tip of the spear. Isaiah, yes, you're a leader too, dude. Thank you guys for, for having that mentality of Nemo Residio, of leaving nobody behind. So how do we do that? How do tribes do that? Well, I'm going to present to you what I call Los Three S's. Los Three S's, right? And the first S stands for support. Tribes support. The Apostle Paul encourages us, encouraged the Galatians back in the biblical days to carry each other's burdens so you will fulfill the law of Christ. And when I thought about this and prayed and leaned into it a little bit more, a story came to my mind, another biblical story, where these men were helping their friend who was paralyzed they wanted him to get healed, but 
Jesus was being surrounded by so many people that they couldn't get to him and they couldn't get their friend over to him. So some of you might know this story where they made a hole through a roof of a building and lowered him down. And I thought, man, that is like, that is like carry each other's burdens to the max, right? Literally. And I thought, do we do that? And I said, we do. We carry each other's burdens. We support through tribes in crazy different ways. Here's one. This one is near and dear to my heart. There's a particular tribe that's going through a hard time. One of their leaders was losing his wife. She was in the hospital. Her name was Sharon. Abraham, her husband, during that time was surrounded by his tribe in the hospital. And she passed away the disease process that she was going through. I want to tell you guys that after she passed, this tribe continued to be present, to call, to check in. And Abraham, who gave me permission to share this story, told me when I followed up with him, he says, you know what, Joe? I wanted to go to that faraway place. I wanted to get away from everybody. But his tribe did not let him. And I think he's still part of that tribe and leading that tribe because of their support. So yes, tribes support. Check out what it says in that verse again. It says, carry each other's burdens and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? Well, the law of Christ is to love God with all your heart, all your mind, right? To love others, to love yourself. That's the law of Christ. So if in fact you need help and you're not allowing somebody to help you or carry your burden, you're basically not allowing them to fulfill that law, to love God and love others. I'm reading a book right now called Side by Side. And this book is helping me to Walk with others in wisdom and love. And that's actually the subtitle, Walking with Others with Wisdom and Love. And the author, who's a Christian, Christian uh, counselor, Edward Welch, talks about, actually the whole first half of the book is about learning for you, for the reader, to allow yourself to be helped, right? And then the second part of the book, the second half, is actually kind of encouraging you and teaching you how to help others as they're going through their walk. But what I'm taking from that book is that the helper, you guys, tribe leaders are helpers. Maybe, maybe by your profession, you're a helper. Maybe at home, you're a helper. Helpers need help. Allow yourself to be helped. Allow yourself to have others carry your burden when you're going through something tough. Allow them to express their love to God and others. So yes, tribes support. Tribes will support. The second S I want to present to you guys is that tribes stir. Tribes stir. 
So Pedro was talking about all tribe training, right? So we actually have a training that is specific to tribe leaders. And that all tribe training, that's for everybody. But we do get together specifically with our leaders periodically. And we go over what is it? What is the mission of a tribe leader? And here it is. We use this scripture from Hebrews that says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And the day, as you see, as you see the day drawing near, there's a lot in there to unpack, but I'm going to hone in on a couple of things. One is notice the one another's, right? Notice the one another's stir up one another encouraging one another. And if you ever dig into the Bible and, and, and do a little word study and like, hey, how often is this used in the Bible? Look up, do a little study when you have time on the one another's. There are many, right? And Jesus himself was a great at stirring people up. And he, in fact, stirs his disciples up by saying, Love one another. As easy and as simple as that sounds, right? To love one another. And here's the deal with love. It's an action word. It's more than a feeling. To stir. Love. And encourage. And to good works. And let me tell you guys. Our tribes, they do some stirring. All right? They will do some stirring. They'll stir you. A lot of them serve like under-resourced families by providing like bunk, building bunk beds for kids that under-resourced, going to the food bank, playing with kids at the Strong Foundation while some other parents are getting a, a Bible lesson, collecting clothes for a rummage sale that's free in the cafe and doing so many other things, right? It's, I am like blown away sometimes turkeys and Thanksgiving dinners to poor people. I'm like, the list goes on and on of how they stir one another to love, to serve. I'm amazed. And check this out. I'm not, I don't want to pressure anybody to joining a tribe. You may, in fact, already be in one. A tight group of people in your family with friends. And you may, in fact, be a tribe leader, not even know it. And here's why I say that. Are you a person that comes to church and likes to receive and learn about Jesus Christ, about spiritual matters, and then you have friends who perhaps don't come to church, but you hang out with them. Could you be like the spiritual person that they would come to? I think so. I know so. Right? So you, in fact, may be a tribe leader. Don't take that for granted. Tribes stir. Here's the last S I'm going to say to you guys, and this it's that tribes sharpen. Tribes sharpen. And I love this about tribes. Right? Sharpening. Pastor Pedro loves this about tribes, right? 
He is constantly looking. There's a picture of him right there. He's constantly looking at ways to gain more knowledge. He's finishing up his degree in counseling. He's always asking me questions. He's asking Pastor Doug questions. He's going to ask you questions. If you're a tribe leader, he's going to get with you. He's going to gain knowledge from you, and he wants to share his knowledge and his experience. That is iron. That is, that is sharpening each other. And the Bible says in Proverbs 17, iron sharpens iron, so no so one person sharpens another. I love that verse. One person sharpens another. Iron sharpens iron. When I think about that, I can't help but think of like a blacksmith, like banging on some metal, sparks flying and stuff. And we actually have a picture that we use for all tribe trainings. Right? If you go to our website and register for all tribe trainings coming up on the 29th, you're going to see this picture. Metal being hammered, shaped, molded. Oh, iron sharpens iron. So yeah, 29th, all tribe training. Yes, we highly encourage our tribe leaders and tribe members, but if you watching online or you're here attending and you're not part of a tribe or anything like that, you are welcome to come, right? We're going to be talking about uh, Pastor Doug could be giving some encouragement. Pastor Pedro's going to be talking about Kairos, right? Like these moments in time that might be important. And a team and I are going to talk about navigating through loss, right? Dealing with loss in our lives and grieving and things like that. Great way to stay sharp. Great way. Iron sharpens iron. You can go to citytribe.church slash events to check that out. And, you know, being ex-military myself, when I think about iron sharpening iron, I'm like, you make me stronger. I make you stronger. And there's this concept in the military of, hey, how do you move when the enemy's out there? How do you move if there's firing at you from a distance? Well, you have this concept of cover fire, suppression, right? In order for you to move around a little bit, you have to fire. All your team members at the same time have to fire while you start to try and move and navigate and move around. Right? Police, law enforcement does it. And that right there is an example of what we can do. Because they're trying to evade the enemy and move forward, move in a certain direction. And we ourselves, when we sharpen, when we learn, we learn strategy on how to navigate through these times of emotional, spiritual, physical situations that come into our lives to be able to move to be able to evade the enemy. So yes, our tribes, they'll support you, they'll stir you, they'll sharpen you. And here, one of the things I learned recently was that I, um, somebody forward, well, a friend of mine forwarded some training material on grief Right, because we're getting ready for this all tribe training where I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that, and in this video session uh, from David Kessler, who's like an expert on grief, he says this. He says, "What we run from pursues us. What we face transforms us." And here's the thing: we all struggle, and we're we'll run sometimes, but it's gonna pursue us unless we face it. What are you running from? What have you run from in the past? 
What do we need to face? And our tribes can help us with that, right? Our tribes can help us. And, and here's the thing. I don't want to minimize that sometimes we might need one-on-one -on -one help. We might need a counselor. So I want to be sensitive to that. If there's anybody out there, know that our staff is here for you. I'm here for you. And we have resources. And our webpage at the very bottom on the right, there's a place that says counseling referrals. I'm going to give you the URL right there on the screen. If you want to take a picture of that. But we have resources that we can help you if you need one-on-one -on -one help. One-on-one -on -one help. So yeah, tribes, support, stir, and sharpen. I'm going to show you a little illustration. Hopefully that'll stick in your head. But check this out. Right here we have an old army field stretcher. This is used to literally carry soldiers off the field. Might have seen it in movies and stuff. This one is almost as old as I am. And as you can tell, this, this one looks pretty rough. It looks like it's gone through some action of some kind. It's been in a battle. I want to ask you, what kind of battles have you been in? What kind of battles are you in now? And do you need to be supported? Do you need to hop on this stretcher and allow somebody to carry you? That is support. Good picture of it right here. Be willing to allow yourself to be supported. La cuchara, the spoon. The spoon, it's a great picture. Something that stirs. This one has stirred some caldo, some soup. You don't know what caldo is? Boy, you need to get some. But yeah, the spoon can represent that which stirs you. I need to be stirred. You need to be stirred. We all need to be stirred. Start to love. Start to serve us. Allow yourself to be stirred. Be open to being stirred by your tribe, by your friends, those connections you have. The last thing in here, you guys will know what this is. This is a sharpening stone. We know what this is, right? You take metal, a metal object, a knife or a chetty or something. You press it up against this sharpening stone. It's going to get an edge. You keep doing it. It's going to get sharp, sharper the more you do it. And here's the thing. Why do we do that? Why are we sharpening that knife over and over or whatever it is? Because something that is sharper will cut 
through something easier. That's why. There's a verse in Ecclesiastes that I don't have it written down, but I thought about it. It talks about how uh, an axe that's sharper will make it so you don't work as hard. And that's exactly what sharpening does. When you sharpen yourself, you're going to be able to go through stuff a lot easier. You're going to be able to cut through things because you're being sharpened. That is being sharpened. Is it time for some of us to get sharper? Tribes, they support, they stir, they sharpen. Why? Because we don't want to leave nobody behind. Nemo residio, right? Leave no one behind. And guys, if you guys take anything away from today, take this. God, God does not want to leave nobody behind. You guys watching online, he does not want to leave you behind. His ultimate plan is that he, he desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. That right there is telling you he wants everybody to be saved. He wants everybody to come to the knowledge of truth. Right? And Pastor Doug talked about this message or two ago where he said that truth is a person. Truth is a person, and that person is Jesus Christ. And so coming to the knowledge of truth is coming to the knowledge of Jesus. Jesus is the way that we are not left behind. And our church, that's the number one thing. We want people to know Jesus, to not get left behind. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's my prayer for you today, is that you would come to the knowledge of that truth if you haven't already. Come to the knowledge of Jesus. That's our number one mission. You guys, we go ahead. Let's bow our heads. I want to close up in prayer. And I just want to pray, Father, that. Oh, Lord. Lord, thank you so much, Father, for all those out there. That come alongside to support us. That come alongside to stir us and just come alongside to sharpen us, Lord. I thank you, Father, for all those out there that know this truth, that being connected is, is such a good thing, and that have the mentality, Father, that we're not going to leave nobody behind. I thank you for them, Father. And Father, right now, if, no, if, if somebody out there, Lord God, is like, I'm off in this place by myself. I am that place. Father, I ask that your presence right now, Father, would just invade that place. Just like you're here right now, Father, you're everywhere. Your presence is everlasting, ever-present. May they realize wherever they're at that you're right there. And Lord God, I pray 
that if somebody doesn't know your son, Jesus, Father, that you draw them to yourself, that they would come to believe in Jesus, that he died on the cross, was resurrected on that third day. Because we all need you, Father. Holy Spirit, come into our hearts. And thank you that you don't leave us behind. Pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Familia, thank you guys for having me again. Those of you watching online, you know, if anybody out there has come to a decision that, hey, I am going to choose to believe in Jesus Christ, I'm making that decision right now. If that's you, we want to encourage you. We want to support you. Go out to the Tribe Connect, sign a little Connect card. Let us, let us support you, right? There's a QR code right there on the screen. You can do it digitally if you want to. We want to support you guys. And just a couple of reminders before you go. You know, we've got our prayer team outside. If you need prayer, they want to support you with that, right? Also, I want to thank you guys for your generosity. You guys know there's four ways we give here at City Tribe, right? Your giving makes it possible for us to do tribes. That's a big part of our church. The curriculum we use, the spaces we use, the events they hold sometimes, and all helps us. So thank you, however you give. Right there in the giving box, online, through your texts, by mail. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And guys, one last thing. You know, I talked a lot about tribes. Tribes, for those of you that don't know, it's like 16 weeks, starting in January to about mid-May. And then it starts again in the fall, right? Some keep going through the summer. A lot of them use a curriculum. Some of them don't. So if you guys are watching out there and you want to join a tribe, there's some you can join. There's some that are like almost done with their curriculum. But yeah, stay connected. God wants you to be connected to him. Stay connected, family. I love you guys. Will you guys go ahead and stand up? I want to speak a benediction over you. You know, benediction is basically just a, a small, uh, just a quick blessing as you go. As you go from this place, guys, I would pray. And I hope that your mind would remain open to being supported, to being stirred, right? To being sharpened. And I pray too, and I speak this into your life. For those of you that have this mentality of leave no one behind, Nemo Residio, that you continue in doing that. I love you guys. Y'all have a great Sunday. Peace. Hasta luego. We're glad you were a part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check the City Tribe YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, or our website, citytribe.church. May you go from this podcast knowing that you are loved.